Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. You better believe it. And you better love her or leave it as far as she is concerned. Uh, America, the beautiful, blessed by God from sea to shining sea. Yes, she is. And... uh, Let me tell you, I'm so glad that all of you could come along with me as we build the bridge to conversation right here throughout our great nation on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and uh, hey, again, thank you for coming along here on Red State, Red State Talk Radio, the largest talk platform, the talk monster in the country, and I'm so happy to have um, a show that is so popular throughout the country. I certainly do appreciate this 12 o'clock hour, and um, if you're walking through Times Square, which is according to... Uh, those in the know and those who were looking at Times Square had David Webb on with me yesterday. He says pretty much a ghost town down there right now. That's sad. It's so sad uh, to think of, but it's, uh, you know, but the, the billboards there, it's, it's still showing its face to everyone who will look and listen. In fact, who knows? Maybe more people are actually seeing our billboard now that so many people aren't around. Well, the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there 24 hours a day, 24-7. C.L.'s face looking right back at you. So thank you so much for coming along with us. And I want to thank Red State and all the other uh, stations who replay our show and replay around the country. Um, and up there in Utah, I want to thank our good friend, friend of the show, Kathy Smith, for bringing us into the Loving Liberty um, platform uh, there in, in Utah. And, and all the rest of you around the country who hear my voice, thank you. Hey, um, <laughs> you know what the question was? This came from, uh, of course, a Democrat operative. I think it was Marie Harvex. Stupid question like this. I just, I just heard this. Okay, <laughs> but and I and I, I may not have the full context of it. All right, but do you know? Do you know where this is going to go if uh, if if the president starts asking about this Burisma thing with uh, Hunter Biden? She feels as though it should go toward. Well, why do you have a Chinese bank account? <laughs> oh my god you know for some reason i mean it's the same thing with people asking the president uh, who is it that you owe 400 million dollars to i mean who could who could you possibly owe 400 million when you have the type of capital that that djt has $400 million very well could be a, 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 a note 
that you're paying on several properties. When you have his kind of, of leverage that that's, and, and that note is not something he's paying every month. Okay. That is the eventual note that he will pay for those properties that he has bought. You, listen, you're probably living in a, a house that uh, is worth way more than what your income is, but not so with Donald John Trump. Donald John Trump is under leveraged in this thing as far as is concerned. He has all the leverage because his net worth is a whole lot more than what his debt is, even if it's $435 million. That's when you have a billion or when you're worth $800 million and you simply owe a debt on mortgage that's only 400 million you're still in great shape because you're actually owing that money on revenue that is expecting to come now you can go you can go totally south if somebody like Joe Biden gets into office and kills everything that's prosperous in this country and that's why people like 50 <laughs> 50 cent has endorsed Donald John Trump. Do you know what Fitty said about it? This is what he said. He said the reason he's endorsing DJT is so he can remain 50 cent instead of 20 cent. Are you hearing me? Oh, I don't believe you heard me. And you had better hear what he said. You, that that's you had better hear what he is saying. Because all of us, that was that's that's my major, major concern about this election. If Trump loses your financial holdings, your dealings, the stock, if the stock market absolutely goes south. Yeah, 50, you can become you can become 20 or 20 cent or even a dime <laughs> uh, overnight. It can swing on an election. That's why I have told y'all uh, on, on so many occasions that if you are a raving liberal, And you're making, uh, let's say, $250,000 a year. And you're voting the same way as someone who's making $25,000 a year. One of you is a fool. Because you don't have the same fiscal interest. And politics is based on tax bases. Believe it or not. Oh, you may think it's based on, I know, it's based on everything in America. It's based on revenue. Money. What's that song? Um, Ray Charles, um, 
used to sing, your love gives me such a thrill, but your love don't pay my bill. I want some money. That's what America wants. That's what it's always. That's the secret of this whole country is those who produce. You're a consumer or you are a producer. And we are becoming a country where we are producing consumers. Instead of people who are productive. Now, hey, granted, one of the greatest things that has ever come is this thing that we all hold in our hands. A supercomputer. An iPhone. However, there's a price. There's a price that is paid for making room for this kind of technology. The masters of this technology, those who make it possible for it to work, they want to have a stake in your conversations and in how you say it to other people. That's what this Google thing's all about, folks. That, that, that's what Facebook and Twitter, uh, you know, uh, sanctioning or, or you know, um, they, they were actually censoring your emails and text and, and, and what you were Googling. That is the problem with us who have tendencies to be fallen creatures is that we will abuse something good. We'll be suspicious of something good. And once we get our uh, suspicions honed, we can't stop looking into whatever it is, whatever hole, whatever chasm it is that we're trying to, that has gotten our attention. Give you for instance, give you for instance, and uh, I used this years and years and years ago at a revival in a, uh, a sermon I was doing on, on the road. I, I may have been in Maryland or somewhere preaching a revival. But um, I gave the, the uh, example of a man walking down a sidewalk with a wooden fence next to that sidewalk. He's walked past this sidewalk, oh my goodness, for years. For years, he's walked past that wooden fence for years. And yes, there was a, a little hole. There was sort of a little hole. Whether or not uh, in the wood, in that wooden fence, had fallen out. And it had been there for years. The little hole in the wooden fence that the man who's walked down this sidewalk for years Passed right by it for years. Never even paying a second thought to the little hole that's in that fence. Until someone put a sign right under the hole that said, don't look in this hole. 
he had passed by that hole in the fence until someone put a sign there saying, don't look in this hole. <laughs> the odd thing about it is when he looked, started looking in the hole, he couldn't see a doggone thing. <laughs> Didn't see nothing. But his imagination made him and compelled him to try and find something to see. And before you know it, he began to recognize that he, he was able to see uh, some things going on over in the other neighbor's yard. And and then he realized he could look up, uh, up uh, angle his eyes up, and he could actually see up onto the balcony of the yard he was looking at. Before you know it, he was actually trespassing and being a voyeur himself. Because obviously there was something that should be seen. No, it was just an experiment that somebody was doing to see how many people who've been walking up and down that walk for so long, ignoring the hole in the fence, would actually leave the sidewalk, go to the fence, and peer through a hole that they previously had paid no attention to. That's what's happening to you, America, when we talk about all of this that's going on, you are watching the, the uh, a, a charade, a dance. You're watching a drama play out here that is absolutely diabolical. It is diabolical what is happening here. <laughs> if. The president asked, and, and hey, this, we're going to talk about this mute, this mute button uh, thing uh, that's going to go on tomorrow night on, on the, um, and, and, and I'm telling you folks, this is not going to bode well for, for Democrats. And hey, by the way, tomorrow, uh, my good friend and um, um, friend of the show, Janine, Dr. Um, Judge Janine Pirro will be on with me. You know her from Fox News, uh, Justice. Um, she and I, a few years back, did a, a venue right here in Louisiana. Uh, she came here and of course I've been on with her and I certainly do appreciate, uh, her coming on here with me. And so, uh, we look forward to that tomorrow, but also tomorrow is the final presidential debate between DJT and uh, sleepy Joe and sleepy Joe. Of course, uh, his folks pretty much run these debates except for the one that was happening on Fox, but even even, even that one, uh, his folks ran that because they were running Chris Matthews, right? So what's it going to be? That's all, that's all, that's all. We're asking is, um, we, we just want a fair shake, don't we? Yeah, yeah, we want a fair shake. But that's not going to happen. If, for whatever reason, this moderator mutes the President of the United States when he is making a statement, 
And I know I may be wasting my breath saying this because I have said this for years now. And look where we maybe maybe we've been better off. We just bailed out and the airplane just plummeted to the ground without anybody trying to give you a parachute. I've been saying this for years. You had better be outraged. I I texted out yesterday, if they can deny a president of the United States due process, they can do you. If they can mute the debate of a presidential contest because they don't like the tone of it. They can do you too if they don't like your tone. (laughs) What is tone anyway? Except a way to express perhaps an emotion or a feeling that you need to deal with. That's what a tone means. A tone means, well, that's the tone. It's like being in a state, the state of Louisiana. Um, my state has a different flavor than many other states have. And no, no other state has the flavor that Louisiana has. And, of course, I'm speaking from a point of bias. But your tone is, is the state that you're in at that moment. People pick up on that. But instead of uh, saying, watch your tone, uh, why do you have that? I mean, what's going on? That's there's a reason why the president has a tone. And there's a reason why Joe Biden doesn't. (laughs) Are you hearing me? There's a reason why the president has a tone. We're going to talk about that because uh, and, you know, I'm going to just unleash uh, uh, Judge Pirro on you tomorrow. She always has a lot to say. In the time that we are able to a lot busy, talk about a busy woman. She is hugely busy. Successful, very, very, just hugely busy. She's known DJT for many, many years. There's a judge in New York. And, of course, on the on that circuit, that circuit, circle. She, I'm just going to le- unleash her tomorrow. And, and let uh, her do her thing. I'm going to let you hear her tone. I hope you hear mine. I know you hear the presence because you're commenting on all the time. But there's a reason for the tone. I'm going to talk a little bit about it when we return. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. I am the runaway slave. I'll be back in just a little bit. Don't go away. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. 
concern to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, great day in the USA because of people like you. Thanks for coming along with me here on the CL Bryant Show, coast to coast, border to border, and around the globe. Thank you so much. Um, FreedomWorks, freedomworks.org. Go there, join uh, our 5 million. Well, we're nearly on, on Facebook, but it's nearly 6 million of us activists throughout the uh, the country. My job has always been to crisscross the nation um, once a month, especially before Corona. And um, well, just keep them all fired up, you know. That was my job and to motivate, educate, and help build the largest grassroots movement in the nation. Go to freedomworks.org, freedomworks.org, and become a part of the movement. Um, Be sure to go to our Facebook page, FreedomWorks Facebook page, and be sure to look at all of our videos that are there. Many of mine are there, uh, very, very well received. Uh, So many of them have been, and um, they have been my partners for many years now, 11 years now. And I certainly am wanting all of you to understand the importance of the work that we have done together <clears throat> over the past 11 years. Um, in fact, they helped me produce and make my film. The idea was mine, but I had no one to go to. Uh, I, tried, I tried all kinds of people. Oh, people, if I named them, you'd know them. Uh, they, nah, freedom works. Um, went forward with it. I remember the day that Adam, our president, uh, Adam came down to Dallas and brought the check so that we could get this thing rolling. And we didn't know anything about what we were doing, but we knew we were doing something that would be good for the country together. And, um, when we've been a, it's been a great marriage. It's been a very good marriage. Freedomworks.org. Freedomworks.org. Or go there and become a part of the largest grassroots movement in the nation. We do boast nearly 6 million activists on the ground. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, follow our 5 million uh, that like us on Facebook. Go there as well. Follow me on Twitter. Much, much larger platform for me, but I'm linked into them. Follow me on Twitter at Rev C L Bryant at Rev C L Bryant. And of course go to, uh, our shows, uh, the shows, um, website, the CL dot com. And there you will see things that have been posted. And I don't know, uh, friends, you'll see a tone there. And that's what I was talking about before I um, um, went down that road. As you know, I will. I will take um, those little 
excursion sometimes. But what I was thinking about uh, during the break was this, leaving you with the idea that the president has a reason to have a tone and there's a reason why Joe Biden doesn't have any kind of tone. You don't know. His sound is so uncertain, Joe Biden's is. He He doesn't have a tone. But the president, you understand his tone. I appreciate people who come at you with a tone because then you know what you're dealing with here and you know how to dis- disarm it. I don't like people who sound false tones because you don't know what to deal, how to deal with that when they come at you with a true tone. You don't know. The president sounds tones that are coming from his inner being to let you know what you're dealing with right then. My mother, and I'm sure all of you can relate to this. All of you can relate to this. I knew every tone in the way she called my name. Uh, there were there were certain ways she would call my name. I just loved it. But then there were certain tones in her voice when she called my name that I knew this wasn't good. She could be calling me from the other side of the house. But the tone would carry. <laughs> and a strange thing about me, I don't know about you, but uh, when the tone was bad, I, I hurried up and got there. Yeah. Meander when the tone was good, but when the tone was bad, you better go see what that's about. Learn to take care of business, really, from mom. You are being told now that you should not vote for somebody because they have a true tone. To their voice, to their actions, to their demeanor. You would rather a politician come along and smooze you, wouldn't you? That's what you're saying. Yes, it is. That's exactly what you're saying. You're saying you'd rather be lied to. You're saying you'd rather somebody smile at you while they steal the money out of your pocket. That's what you're saying, America. Give us Barabbas. Isn't that that what the crowd has always screamed uh, when good things come along? No, I'd prefer to to go back to being robbed. Pilate is saying to, to the crowd, I mean, hey, you got this man here. You got this guy. And then you have over here in this corner, Barabbas. Jesus, Barabbas. <laughs> the ones who were able to scream the loudest, and that's usually the liberals. Isn't that amazing? The ones who are able to scream the loudest, and that's usually the rabble. And they don't even have to be the largest group. But they somehow are able to be heard. They make themselves heard. 
Who do you want? Give us the robber. Give us somebody who will look us and in the eyes and smile at us and and uh, tell us all the things we want to hear, but yet rob us. Give us the robber. When there's somebody who is actually, and that's what the, this present has been before this virus hit. God had, God had, in my estimation, this is the only way I can explain and, 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 and explain Donald John Trump. It's the only way I can do it. Because he should not happen. He should not have happened. Hillary Clinton should have won that race. She won the popular vote. But because of the wisdom of the founding fathers who knew that states like Louisiana, little states, even Joe Biden state, Delaware, should have a voice. Little states should have a voice. Arkansas should have a voice. She did not win the electoral college. And that's what the wisdom of the founders who founded this country on Judeo-Christian ethic. That's how God used their wisdom, the wisdom that he gave them. To save this nation when she was in huge trouble. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hillary Clinton's presidency, Hillary Clinton's presidency would have meant huge, huge trouble. Huge trouble. So we were saved from that. And we were given someone who had a tone to the rest of the world. He spoke a tone. And before Corona hit, he had them believing that he meant what he said. But then things happened. They were out of this president's control. If Donald John Trump had not run into coronavirus, if coronavirus had not been allowed to escape from China as it purposely was allowed to escape from China. How come the libs are? How come the progress? How come the, the Democrat Party is not in an outrage, an uproar about that that this whole thing that we're going through this pandemic that they like to harp on and harken on to and harp on the thing they want to blame djt about donald john trump all about they themselves are the biggest hypocrites you can ever run into they know doggone well that Trump is not in any way responsible for this. And now 
you have a mess going on on Capitol Hill. But now you have Republicans in this, the yin and the yang of it. This, this, the yin and the yang of it. The give and the take. That's the way love works. That's the way life works. That's the way relationships work. There's a yin and a yang in it. Seems like Pelosi and Steve Mnuchin maybe um, coming to some type of agreement on a relief bill for you people, you you who um, need to have short to be shored up, you people who need to be shored up. It seems like they might come to a deal, and I'm sure that you'll go spend it in all the right places, right? Yeah. But, (laughs) but, it seems as though Mitch McConnell is warning everybody against the stimulus package, which means that it may not get done. Oh, there is warfare on all types in, in all types of dimensions that's going on right now. We're not friends. Believe me, we're not wrestling just against flesh and blood here. Oh, no, this is not just a Nancy Pelosi, Steve Mnuchin, uh, Donald Trump, uh, Joe Biden thing that's going on here, friends. No, I, I certainly hope that you don't look at it like that. This is a warfare that is being waged on all in, in, in several dimensions. And certainly we only see we can see, uh, I guess, in 3D, but can be made to do that but there are dimensions beyond our comprehension that this battle is actually going down in as we speak and my question is what are you prepared now to do about your engagement are you even engaged with this I can't wait to uh, talk to my guest tomorrow. I hadn't had her on in about six months or so uh, since all this went down. I don't think that um, it's been over six months since I've talked to Janine. But um, I can't wait to talk to her tomorrow to see, to see, to just unleash her. And then, you know, Michelle, what we need to do is get um, uh, get Dr. McMillan, Dr. Maureen back on. Got to get Dr. Maureen back on. And and those are two, especially now that Amy Coney Barrett is, um, she'll be confirmed on Monday. She'll ascend to the court on Monday. Uh, the vote will be taken, what, Friday, I think it's Friday. And so she'll be ascended. She'll ascend to the court on Monday. And they're barring any, uh, you know, big time warfare. In other dimensions that go on, uh, that that should be what happens. 
But I know uh, I spoke to um, my pastor um, and some other people the other day, and I was saying to them, on this was on Sunday, and I was saying to them, just, just keep an eye on these next three days, and you're going to see um, Joe Biden began to crumble and fade because of things that are about to come out. Now, it was just rumblings then that this, you know, email or whatever, you know, was um, authentic. But now these things are in the hands of the FBI. And the FBI is saying to any one of you who feel as though it's a Russian collusion type of thing all over again, the FBI, and, and listen, friends, I, I hate to say this worse than anything I can think of. I mean, I really do hate to say this because I have friends who are agents, friends who are retired agents, special agents. But friends, what this Political climate, especially with James Comey, former FBI director, has done what this political climate has done is actually shaken our faith in institutions like the FBI. Are you hearing me? So, 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 okay, so I say the FBI has these, uh, has this laptop in their possession. Well, to tell you the truth, because of the political climate and because what we have we know that has been going on with the hanky panky with the FBI it's almost as though you're leery that they have it I don't want to be that way I don't want to be that way oh there's so many things that's going down that just make us all almost sick because you don't want to be in that you don't want to be that way about your institutions you don't want to be that way about the fbi oh my god i can't remember what night it was it may have been sunday night but uh, me and my, my no it wasn't sunday night because my father um was not at home he would be at work he'd be at uh, the club The FBI, the FBI with Ephraim Zemblis Jr. How many of you are old enough to remember that? I know that you young, you whippersnappers out there, you don't remember that. But the FBI with Ephraim Zemblis Jr. Oh, that was a great show. It was really, really fantastic. I wish that um, I could actually, if you could actually go and see that rerun on on that and see what it was like to have an organization like the FBI which was still young back then Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. 
Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. That is my good buddy D Rock. D Rock Country. Go there and check him out. Uh, my favorite song. Uh, you know what, Jarrett? We're going to work that back into our. We need to redo our bumpers anyway. Um, you know, the uniform. Friends, I would close almost every every show. I would close every show with that song, The Uniform. It's my one of my it's my all time favorite song, certainly my favorite song from uh, from D Rock. And probably one of my all time favorite songs called The Uniform. It's his song he wrote and performs it. Uh but I was proud to lend my voice to the opening of uh, one of his latest uh, songs, uh, I Am an American, and uh, that's what you hear in the, the come in to the final segment of each uh, hour these days. But, Jerry, we're going to gonna have to mix that up a little bit, and it's getting kind of somewhat stale. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it. But just the same, um, here we are, uh, Americans. Hey, yeah, we're together. Everything ain't good. <laughs> yeah, it's not. And we're going to see just how haywire this thing's going to go tomorrow because it has every indication that uh, it could go off the rails when you have things being put in place. And you have a president who is not going to back down. The president is going to ask the question. He is going to ask the question, why are you are you? the big guy that they are talking about in uh, this email. Does that 10 go to the big guy? And were we talking about $10 million to go to the big guy? I mean, you know, I mean, if we're talking on that level of, on that level of international intrigue and so forth, we're certainly not talking about 10,000. No, no, no. That's local level stuff. But on the level that they were talking, the kicking to the big guy in, in this in this uh, uh, Carleone type of uh, scene here, uh, you got to kick that up to big big uh, Joe. Big Joe's got to get his cut. Got to kick that up to the big guy. I know the president is going to ask that question. Of Joe Biden tomorrow night, he may get muted. But I know he's going to ask the question. He's going to attempt to. And that's where we come back into the outrage, folks. If they mute the president of the United States tomorrow on this rinky dink debate stage, where you mute a president of the United States. What is happening to you? 
Americans. What's the matter with you? Seems like everybody's losing their freaking minds. There was a line in Butch Cash and his Sundance Kid. Uh, you know, I, kid, I, uh, I have vision of the while the rest of the world wearing bifocals. Ah, uh, uh, and by the way, by the way, pray for our, our all of our anybody in radio. He is the king. I know. I know this is Howard Stern's line, but it's not true. No, it's not true. <coughs> Pardon me. Rush is the king of radio media, and he's only and there's only one. It's certainly not Howard Stern. Howard says he's king of all media. No, Howard, you may be king of smut media, but um, Rush is king of radio media, the absolute king. And I'm I'm asking all of you to uh, pray for him, lift him up in prayer. Um, his uh, lung cancer stage four is progressing, and so. Yeah, what made me think of that is, uh, you know, the one hand tied behind my back line that he uh, has and oh, talent on loan from God. And that's about right. He has more brain tied behind, one one brain tied, I forget how he says it. But anyway... Um, he is certainly a talent on loan from God. And my prayer is that God will allow him to stay here in relative comfort and peace with us. But of course, we get selfish when it comes to those types of things. But I want to be selfish when it comes to having Limbaugh around. So pray for him and lift him up. When you hit your knees. Well, friends, let me say this to you as well. We now, okay, what? 14 days, no, 13 days away, 13 days away from electing, re-electing Donald John Trump as far as I can see. Uh, This thing with Hunter and Joe Biden is not going to go away. The Dems are beginning to cannibalize each other. They're going to eat each other. And evidence of that is uh, Dianne Feinstein can't even say something nice to uh, Lindsey Graham during the Amy Barrett hearings without being taken to task by her fellow Senator Schumer for being too friendly to colleagues on the other side of the aisle. Whose side are you on? Well, well Diane, your, 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 your thoughts should be your, your, uh, and I, I, I remember Diane when she first came into office, uh, she was a nice looking woman. She's, she's still a nice looking woman. Well, for, you know, she's still a nice looking woman. Nancy Pelosi looks phenomenal. Um, but I, I, I remember 
when you could be friends with people across the aisle and say nice things about them, but do you understand the type of climate that's in this country right now? You you cannot be friendly to to uh, to people who are of a different political party than you. Black folks, you know what you've done. You have taught them to treat each other like y'all have treated me. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? The ostracism that you showed toward me when I, as a black man, decided to tell the world that I am running away from this perceived, at least to me, slavery, that the Democrat Party had us going through and had me going through when I when I left that the ostracism from friends of mine people who had known me for years for years they know me they know me but they ostracized me do you realize black folks that that type of ostracism is exactly what you have now taught or maybe you learned it. Maybe you didn't teach it. Maybe it's a learned behavior that you learned from your Democrat masters because you didn't learn it from the GOP. You didn't learn it from Republicans. Republicans were the party and have always been the party of liberty and freedom. The Democrats have always been the party of you better fall in line. So you learned not to like anything that was foreign thought to you. And the uh, test dummy, the test driver of that, the prototype of how you would hate on others of different political opinions started a long time ago. You showed it to me and how breaking with the tribe caused you to be ostracized. Diane Feinstein. You did not get the signal that the tribe was not going to go for that. Being friendly stuff. You can't be friendly with people who call themselves Tea Party or CL. There's no way, man. Are you kidding me? What You got to turn in your black card, dude. Huh? You got to turn in your black card because... As Joe Biden would have you believe, if you're not going to vote that Democrat ticket, you can't be black. What a joke this is turning out to be. What a joke. Yeah, this is not just he, he and ha ha funny. 
<laughs> uh, Uncle Henry uh, would say, this ain't ha-ha funny. <laughs> this is funny. This is funny. To me, how we have allowed ourselves to be played like this. Led to this situation. By people we trusted, Democrats. Huh? There's there's actually an act of betrayal going on here. Americans, you are being betrayed. You are being, you have been led to believe one thing and then it was baited and switched. Hate it when that happens. Now, I don't know what are they doing out there on the street anyway. You might be hearing some rumbling going on, but there's construction going on. Seems everywhere conservatives are these days, there's construction going on. But that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Construction good. Liberalism bad. Diane Feinstein, I know that you must be saying, what a waste of time. Especially when you find yourself being chastised by Chuck Schumer. I want to thank all of you for coming along with us here this first hour. If you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, go to the C.L. Bryant Show. Uh, oh, no, download. Download the C.L. Bryant uh, Show onto your favorite device, uh, your iPhone or tablets or computer, and listen to the show wherever you go. All the shows are archived there, at least the ones that I don't totally mess up. I'll be back after the top of the hour with the second half of the C.L. Bryant Show. Don't go anywhere. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is uh, America. I certainly uh, want to invite everybody, everybody uh, to 
Listen to the C.L. Bryan Show daily right here over Red State, Red State Talk Radio. Uh, the Talk Monster, the most listened to talk platform in the nation, the largest plat- uh, talk platform in the nation. Very glad to be a part of that family. I certainly uh, am looking forward to visiting with uh, my friends around the country. Uh, a lot of traveling's about to take place. Um, win, lose, or draw. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the presidential election. Win, lose, or draw. Now, uh, Freedom Works, the organization that I have been associated with for so long, is um, it is one of those things. It is one of those organizations that's going to be in the fray and in the fight regardless. Because of people like you, it's one of those organizations that's going to be in the fight regardless. So, but, it, it, but the thing is, you are going to have to determine... In, in this Judeo-Christian society that it, our, our nation is based upon, I don't care what nobody says. That's the way it is. It is. I mean, it's all, it's all, it's all throughout uh, the, the Washington, D.C. You know, my pastor was pointing this out uh, the other day uh, at church. Uh, and uh, this is one thing I, I, I want to, to talk about. In fact, he's on this series called The Remnant. And it is... Something my pastor, James A. McMenus, Word of God Ministries, all of you who hadn't heard, uh, that's why I go to church, and that's who my pastor is. Yeah, and so, uh, and quite frankly, if you know me, if you know me, I love my pastor, I love my church, Word of God Ministries, Shreveport, Louisiana, my hometown. And uh, when I'm in town, that's where I am. If uh, Sunday, Sunday morning rolls around, in fact, tonight's Wednesday night, I might, just might be able to get out to uh, Bible study tonight. But but this is why I brought all of that up. This is why I brought all of that up. It's because, listen, friends, there is a counterculture that you conservatives, Christians, uh, People of fiscal responsibility, you know, who understand that you actually understand you, you're the counterculture now. Used to be these hippies and beatniks and sunglasses popping their fingers to, you know, me, you know, bebop music, as they used to call it. I mean, you got to be old to even know that what that means. <laughs> you know, that type of music. But that's not what counterculture is now. Counterculture is if you are within the tradition of societal means and mores. You're the counterculture. You're being canceled. Get it? You're being canceled. And then this series that my pastor is talking about, uh, the remnant, he says, God always has somebody who's rema- who remains and he's stronger with them than all of the folk that's against him. But, but the thing is, uh, so many of us as Christians, we, we faint. Oh, my goodness, we're faint hearted. And he was talking about Elijah. 
You know, here he was, probably God called down fire from heaven. Ain't nobody ever done it. Ain't seen nobody done that. It would absolutely go to my head. I'm telling you right now. I know me. I know me. Man, you put me in a situation where I can rain down fire on you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> don't make me president. I don't think you want to make president. I don't think, I don't think DJT needs to be president with that kind of, that kind of you know, power. That was Elijah. He had it. But uh, Jezebel, and she was a murdering woman now. I mean, don't, don't get, don't get me wrong. She, she would clip your wings permanently. And everybody knew that. But he was in, but she hadn't rained down no fire. <laughs> oh no, she hadn't rained. I, she hadn't rained down no fire. But here he was, he had, he was hiding. Yeah, I'm scared to death. And Americans, that's what that's what scares me about you, Americans. Y'all be sure to tune in that series um, wherever you are across the country. Uh, Word of God Ministries. Go there, download the free app onto your um, favorite device, your iPhones, and go there. My pastor's on fire with this series. Uh, the remnant, everyone that he's done is just incredible. Um, but this one speaks to all of us. Because we are counterculture in this, in this, uh, certainly being a Christian as, as I am, you know, that's my king. I mean, that's uh, above all, that's what I am. I'm a preacher above all. That's, that's what I am. Okay. Uh, and entertainment and all that goes along with my, my mission in life, but uh, cut out all the fat, you know, when we get down to the lean the mean, my profession, I'm a, I'm a preacher. Make no mistake about that. Friends, we then become counterculture. And that's who we become. And because we are that counterculture, you know, my pastor was saying, James McMinnis was saying, hey, listen, you got to be ready to be persecuted. We're going to win. I believe we're going to win this presidential race. But there's a price going to be paid. Christians, hear me. I, 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 I don't mean to rain on nobody's parade, but you got to live this life. Uh, even though we were victorious on Calvary, Jesus was victorious on Calvary. But. Hey. The world, he said, is going to give you tribulation. The world's going to give you upheavals and hard times, but he gives you the comfort there in John. I think that's the last. Uh, he, he talks about be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Oh, he has. But we're still here, aren't we? He has. There's no question about it. There is a victory in Jesus is what I'm saying to you, friends. The only reason that all of us are not in the streets in arms trying to take this thing back is because we are tempered with that. 
but we're going to occupy. There, I'm sounding the alarm to you now. As a watchman on the wall, and I encourage every minister across this nation to take heed to the message that if you are not radically telling your folks about the effects of the Caesars who want to seize office, that they will be paying taxes and homage to. And I am telling you, you do not know what the mission of Christ truly was. It was to set the captives free. And to heal them of their maladies. And you are in the midst of a society that is captive to the Caesars of this world. And you're saying to me that you're not getting involved in politics? He came and took on the political structure of of his time. Head on. The Sanhedrin Council was the governmental and spiritual, or at least religious, structures, powers. They were the Judeo-Christian ethic. (laughs) Of course, there were no Christians right then, but they were the ethic. They were the foundation of their government. He came to liberate folks from them. It was a political mission. Oh, I know that that's not popular uh, for us to think about, but Jesus was a political revolutionary because he upset a political structure. The government rests upon his shoulders. What do you think that's all about? He is the great, he is the biggest shot there ever was. And this whole idea of a Judeo-Christian ethic that our nation is founded upon, the whole volume still speaks of him, but it's much bigger than just the Bible that you're carrying in your hand. He speaks of everything that was made was made by him. That's what he said. That's not, you know, and that's what the word, that's what his word says. It, it, so that was written by him. The whole thing speaks, everything you see speaks of him. That's why our founders said to us or, or termed it to us as the God of nature, because everything in its nature is about him. That's how deep Jefferson's thought was. Americans, this is an exceptional country, not by accident, but it was designed 
Oh, there's a lot of countries that popped up by, you know, and they became what they were because of strength and might and everything, because you had a knight, a good king to lead the army, and you had a bunch of folks who were willing to fight, good warriors, all that kind of thing. Yeah, we got all that. America, we got all that, and still bags of chips and soda pops, too, no question about it. We got all of that, but there is something else that we have that makes us exceptional. There is something else about us that makes us exceptional. And I know that we take the words for granted, but these are the cor- this is the cornerstone of who we are, Americans. This is the cornerstone of who we are right now. I'm about to tell you, you take the words for granted. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal. Endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Among these, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. That covers every aspect of the human existence. This nation did not pop up by accident. It was designed in the heart of God and given to the minds of men that there could be such a nation that has never existed before. Never existed before. That's what makes us exceptional is our ethic, our Judeo-Christian foundation. And I am saying to everyone who calls themselves a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news is that there is a nation founded upon its principles. And it is a political structure that we're fighting, friends, with spiritual warfare and spiritual tools but it is a political structure that has to be taken down the kingdom is not of this world that is true but the tools that we have are used against the enemies of the kingdom in this world are you hearing me that's my message across the country you've heard me say this all of you many of you around the we've heard me say this in gatherings uh, where I go you've heard me say this that's what my ministry is that's what I do but all of us who call ourselves uh, you know ministers we had better understand what the mission of the king was what makes him the king of kings and lord of lords those are all political identities even though they are sovereign above the politics they are still political identities a lord a king all of that is still a political identity he came to set captives free from the identity that people had imposed upon them through Well, taxation without representation was one of them. We're running into here in America. 
and they had problems with it back in, uh, that's what the Barabbas, Give Us Barabbas was all about. They wanted to be free of Roman occupation. They wanted to be free of the yoke of the political structure of Rome. You, you, you missed the whole, you missed the whole point of, of, of his revolutionary life. And you're wanting some kind of pansy to lead you around thinking that's somehow uh, Jesus. That was not Jesus. Jesus had around him 12 men who were tough, rough men. He had to be a man himself in order to deal with them. Oh, he was a man. Oh, that carpentry thing. Hey, that, that, that equated up to stone cutting. There were several projects that were going on around uh, you know, even though he was a Nazarene, but uh, there were a lot of things going around. There was a lot of building going on around there. I'm, I am convinced that Joseph and him, they had to have had a, a lot of work. He had a good reputation. He was a carpenter. Uh, he was known as the carpenter's son. They knew him. What I'm saying is we have a leader who is a man and who is a builder. I'm not equating Donald John Trump to Christ in no kind of way, but I'm saying that there are some things that happen. There are some people that come along who fit the bill as far as leader is concerned because they're able to handle men. They're able to handle situations, and there's no way that you're going to tell me that Joe Biden is able to handle people better than Donald John Trump. I don't care if you like his method. He still has the cojones. He still has the means to do it. I'm, I'm told that General George Patton was not liked very much by, you know, his men. But he got the job done. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about seeing that the job gets done. That's the president we have. 13 days, we have to reelect him. There can't be any other outcome that will be conducive to the further existence of America. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. Don't get both hours. Download free the CL Bryant Show app. I'll be back. Don't you go. Anywhere back in a minute. I'm CO. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities. Sanctuary cities that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop.
arms are lifted high. Our hearts are bowing in reverence. Who wants to be persecuted? I don't. Nobody does. But that's the price. And Americans, what we're fighting now for ultimately results in persecution. If we win, if we win November 3rd, talking to you conservatives, to you Christians, you GOPers out there, if we win on November 3rd, if we which we won't know November 4th, maybe even the 5th, uh, it's going to be a mess. Just count on that. I told you three days, uh, uh, some of you I was talking to Sunday, I uh, told you three days from then you would be seeing some shift and, and certainly some attention shown to Joe Biden and his son that very well, if this was to be blown open right now, Joe Biden would have to leave the race. He's not being seen in public. They've got Obama out there right now. And he is old news. He wasn't a good president then. He's not a good president now. Listen, I've met Barack a couple of times. He's a great guy. Million dollar smile. I mean, it's worth a million. I mean, it just lights it up, man. But he wasn't a good president. I'm just telling you, he wasn't. Black folks, you know it. The only thing good about Barack to black folks is that he was of the same skin tone. But he was not good for black folks in any other way except aesthetics. He was aesthetically correct skin tonally. If there is such a thing. <laughs> yeah. You, you nobody wants to be persecuted. I didn't want to be persecuted for saying, hey, the president's not what you think he is. That's what I, that's what that's what really lost me. My making the movie. Well, I guess three things. <laughs> lost me my church. <laughs> well, made me have to made me made me leave it. You know, uh, made them and I just couldn't go on together. We just couldn't go on together. You get to that point sometimes. And that's where I was. And, and uh, yeah, I become I spoke at that tea party meeting. That went viral. Then I made my movie. That was phenomenal. And then I started telling them that Barack wasn't the guy. That was too much. They chose him over me. I should be bitter, but actually, I'm glad. Could have stayed there. Could have split the church wide open if I wanted to. But it didn't. And I thank God that he's continued to bless me. I believe I made the right move. Persecution is something that you don't want. However, if you're really going to live this thing right, you're going to be persecuted. If they're not bothering you, you ain't doing nothing. If you're not being, somebody isn't, is somebody even slamming you in some way or another, 
you're floating on the you're just floating down the river. Oh, you you can you can put your feet in the water. You can get wet. Oh, but you, you, you can get your feet wet. But you run no risk of uh of swimming. You run no risk of having to swim. You're just floating. There's no there's no resistance to you. You're not you're not trying to even go back. You're not trying to get to anywhere that might be upstream. Go upstream, you got to meet resistance. And you can't be ashamed to use whatever means you have to get to where you're going. You know what? Uh, I admire so much even though it's backwards, it's, it's, it's hideous almost to think. But I admire zealots. Now, I'm not necessarily a zealot myself. I feel very strong personal beliefs. But I'm, I'm not out, I'm not going to kill you if you don't believe the way I do. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> so I'm not a zealot. But I admire them. Because they have the courage to carry out physically their stated convictions. That is how Muhammad uh, seized power. That is how Genghis Khan seized power. All of the great tyrants in history, like Adolf Hitler, seized power. Karl Marx seized power. All of the great tyrants in history seized it because they persecuted people who didn't believe the party line. That's what got Christ crucified. And unfortunately, and this is what gets me kicked, kick, this is what doesn't get me invited back. And I understand it. I understand that, you know, you know, you want uh, the comfort of your pulpit. I understand that. I get that. But this is why a lot of pre preachers don't invite me back. I get it. It's because I always tell them that there cannot be a resurrection unless his shepherd is willing to face the wolf or the cross and be crucified. That's why you're not really seeing the, the resurrections in some of your churches the way you, it should be. It's because you weren't willing to, to face the crucifixion of it and, and kick against it. Went just went along like sheep, led your people into a pen, 
No, 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 no. The church should have pushed back against that hard. Especially when the common sense of it was folks was going to Walmart. Uh, then these clowns started doing what they did at the church. The church, all the church, the body, the hands, the feet, the, t- the eyelids, the, the, the hair follicles on the arms, the body of Christ. should have spoken against this. Oh, we, we like to talk about people of faith and all of this type of things, but we don't band together when we have the high ground. We let the moment pass. So, I don't know if there's a shame to it, but you can't be ashamed. Unashamed is what you have to be. And, and you don't have to hang. I don't have to wear. I don't put a. G, I don't put a Jesus tattoo on my forehead. You have to be around me long to know what I'm about. Even on my worst day, you're gonna find out that there's a lot of God in me, and I'm saved by the power of God, by the power of, of His blood. You gonna find. But 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 this is the thing that's not happening in this country. There are some things that are not happening, and that is that people are not courageous any longer. We have been duped by the political correctness and the group think that's going on in this in, in this the, the worldview is being changed. And they're doing it right in front of your eyes. I mean, they're, they're, they have your kids. Hitler said it. Hitler said it. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you vote for me or not. Doesn't matter. I have your children. And the most diabolical thing that's happening in this country right now, as quietly as it is kept, is that they have our children. You better not forget that. They have your children. Your child may be on a distance educational program right now in the comfort of your, he may be, he or she may be in their room right now being indoctrinated. They have your children. They may not have yours. Oh, you may call yourself homeschooling your kid and all that kind of thing, but you've never really read the curriculum, have you? Huh? Have you really read? Have you ever paid any attention to it? Oh, you just give it to them. You didn't read. You've never heard. You never read the subtleties there. You better ask somebody. Friends. We are in a warfare. We're coming down right now to the wire. Down the stretch they come. The iconic slogan of the Kentucky Derby is all Kentucky Derby is all about. Yeah, it's iconic, and that's exactly where we literally are politically in this country. And hey, if you love religious freedom, we're there. We're, we're there with it. If you love freedom of speech, we're there with it. If you love your Second Amendment rights, you better be there 
with it. If, if you don't like being searched, if you, you don't like your home being invaded, you don't want your Fourth Amendments jeopardized or uh, the, the, the ability to, or the, even your Fifth Amendment to, to, to uh, criminalize, to, to say things that be com- compelled to say things that will actually uh, make you appear to be a criminal. All five of the first, all of the first five rights that we hold dear are in jeopardy. The whole idea of spreading the wealth around gives way to people having access to your property, your stuff. that even if you didn't work hard for it, believe me, somebody did. Gave to you to keep. You better believe that. Oh, but you have Barack out there right now. Uh, you know, he's going to be telling folks, you didn't build that. You know, he didn't build that. You're gonna, he's going to tell me what I didn't build. Huh? <laughs> hey, Joe Businessman, or Eddie Businessman, let's say Eddie Businessman, not Joe Businessman. We want Joe, listen, no, no, no slur or strike against, well, let's just go Joe Businessman. Uh, it's just easier to say it than to talk your way out of it. Joe Businessman, Businesswoman, Josephine Businesswoman. You knew what it, you know, you know what it took to be successful, don't you? You know. You know that you met payroll sometimes knowing that you were not going to be able to pay your own bills. Right? You know what it took to build that business. And then somebody like Barack Obama comes along who's never signed a paycheck. When he became president, anyway, I don't know if he's signing one now or not. He's probably not. No, no need for him to sign a paycheck. Now he has people to do that. He never signed a paycheck. And I think the only paychecks that he really received were government checks because of the entities that he was associated with that hired him. Those were checks that were funded by government. Your money. To hear somebody like that come along and say to business folks who paid the price for business, to do business, to sign paychecks that you didn't bill that, to hear him say that? Please. And so, and so this is what they want to sell you. And you better believe it. You better believe that this is what they want to sell you. They want to make you believe that Barack is going to be able to pull Joe out of this hole that he's in, but Barack 
was not able to pull Hillary out of the hole. And you can say what you want. She was a whole lot better candidate than him. The president said that. Finally, and we're going to close the show in the next segment about this. It's in, um, I think it's in Second Thessalonians. There's something that has fallen on us Americans. And it, it hurts when you consider that it could be, it could happen to you. It hurts. And um, it's, it's, it's part of it. It's even in scripture, you know, as far as concern. And I'm going to talk about this word, this word when I come back. America, I trust that you don't listen to delusional people. You may be fallen under strong delusion, Americans. You do know that that is very common in our society today. Delusions. Times are so uncertain. As that great poet once said, there's a yearning undefined and people filled with rage yeah that's what's going on and even in the midst of that they don't want to see things for what they are they would rather buy the delusion I want to close the show talking about American delusion when I return with more of the C.L. Bryant Show tomorrow, my good friend and friend of the show, Judge Janine Pirro, will be my guest. Don't go anywhere. I'm C.L. Be right back to close it out for today. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. 
I'll back with you on this great day in the USA to be um, delusional. You know, to believe something that is um, beyond fantastic. <clears throat> and and um, it, when you think about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I want you. I want you. I want you to think about how um, delusional you have to be in order to buy into that ticket. Uh, what What does delusional mean, America? What is it that that's that's affecting you? It's 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 based on. It, it's characterized in this way is defined by holding idiosyncratic, means strange, beliefs or impressions that are contradicted by reality, or rational argument. Typical as symptoms of mental disorder. Okay. You, you've been driven nuts by liberalism. I forget who said that. I wish I knew who said that. Liberalism is a form of mental illness. The type that I'm talking about, the type that we're seeing coming from Ocasio Cortez and Bernie Sanders, because it will kill you, it will destroy you. Consuming of it will destroy you. Now, you must have some uh, facets of liberalism in your uh, community, liberal arts education, understanding humanities and that type of thing. But it cannot govern because it will blow every dime you have. You, you have to have a balance of fiscal conservatism with generosity to a point. But being fiscally conservative, letting people use their God-given talents to provide for themselves, be liberal enough to let them do that. Help them if necessary, but not give them a fish to eat every day. Because they, why fish? We become delusional thinking that we deserve that and, and 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 let me tell you something ben franklin warned against this when he said when the people learn that they can vote themselves money from the public treasury that will spell the end of the republic and the people are learning that they can vote in a politician that will steal money for the coffers and funnel it back to the states. And once they start making deals in order to funnel that money, then you become prisoners to special interest. And you no more become a so or remain a sovereign people. People like Google own you. Facebook, Twitter, 
will own you. People like the Chinese will own you. So, it's not just a war against Democrat and Republican friends. It's not just a war against uh, political ideology. You know, who's going to stand or sit for the flag or, you know, of course I say you should stand. Always. The American flag. Too many people have uh, under that symbol have given their lives to you and I can breathe this free air and go and eat at the all-you-can-eat restaurants. Yeah, somebody died for that. Oh, yeah, so you can act a fool in the street and burn down buildings and loot Macy's. Somebody actually died to give you... And it is obviously a privilege because you got away with it without any consequence. Somebody died for that. And you want to dishonor the flag that let your sorry behind go and rob Macy's or burn down businesses that were all types of ethnicities, black and white, to go and harm society. Somebody died to give you that privilege. You ungrateful son of an American. What could just get you in this phone booth and beat the daylights out of you. Wake up! You're letting your birthright slip away. You're letting your birthright slip away. 13 days. No more. No, no, no. What, what's going to have to happen is that DJT is going to have to win big, big, big league. Big league. Big league. He's got to win big league in order to keep down gravel from saying we need to recount or whatever. He's going to have to win big. So I need you to do this. Oil the wheels on Uncle Charlie's wheelchair and his, you know, whatever. Because he's got to go vote. Get him, get him, you know, start feeding him good. And this is one of those things where was it John Paul Jones said damn the torpedoes (laughs) yeah you gotta gotta plow straight ahead or there won't be nothing left we've gotten so listen we're we're so far over our skis now it's a wonder we uh, won't flip and fall it's a wonder we're so far over now I don't ski, snow ski anyway. I have water ski, even though I don't swim very well. I have water ski. <laughs> yeah, that was a hoot. You get so far out of those skis. 
you're trying to stick a landing or something. It's just not going to work. In America, we're delusional if we think that we can pay for everybody doing everything and keep them uh, comfortable at home while we get back. If we, we're delusional if we think we can spend our way out of this. Now, I like the idea that maybe investing in the infrastructure and all of those supposedly shovel-ready jobs that are out there to build the infrastructure, uh, if that happens, then, yeah, the country, the, the money will actually began to pay it would give dividends on the investment but just to give money away to people who they're not going to work something's terribly wrong friends and we need to wake up we need to wake up right now quickly something is terribly terribly wrong but the progressive news media not saying anything about the biggest news story in American politics, and that is a vice president, a sitting vice president, uses his son to funnel millions of dollars into the family coffers. Something is terribly terribly wrong when you go along with being lied to when you actually want to be robbed give us Barabbas is what America is saying give us the robber at least that's what your polls are saying your polls are saying but you know oh my America, if you would only turn back to your ethics, who you are, stop letting them teach that out of your children. Friends, time is short. 13 days from now, you better, you better get everybody oiled up, greased up, uh, you know, fed up. Enough to go vote. It looks good for us. Very, very good. The internal polling, I do believe, is going to be good. Is good for us. It's good. But you have people out there right now. Man, you, you have people like... And, and see, this is what you should take into account, black Americans in particular, and everybody else. When you have people like uh, 50 Cent and Ice Cube <laughs> jumping on, saying, you know, hey, maybe we should vote Trump. 50 Cent, he doesn't want to go from being 50 Cent to, to 20 Cent. <laughs> and Americans, you better pay heed to that. If you got 50 cent in the bank, if you don't want that to turn into 20 cent, you better pay attention to what 50 saying. Is 50 saying that right? It's just common sense. 
why would 50 Cent, who is a multimillionaire, vote the same way as someone who's looking for a handout? Both of them being black. One may be white. Why should Brad Pitt vote the same way as somebody who's looking for a handout who is white? Because Brad Pitt does not care. He just wants to give that person some money. He doesn't care that money can't be given to everybody unless we bring everybody along and see if they become successful instead of giving them stuff. I appreciate uh, people who use their, you know, monies to help like that and give it. But the old adage still stands. It's far better to teach a man to fish. That's what we were doing before this pandemic came along. We were teaching men and women in the inner city to fish. Well, I want to thank God for bringing me to a close, bringing us to a close of another day. I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to speak with you again, I'm CL, and my heartfelt desire for each and every one of you truly is that God will bless and keep you all.